Hey there, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining us once again here on Talk and Fight. Another episode of Friday Night Boxing Panel brought to you courtesy of Mike Orr. <laughs> All right. We have, a, we have a very special guest in the house tonight, Natalie Brown, a.k.a. Sugar. How you doing? Miss Too Bad. Oh, you know what? Miss it's always bad. sweet getting together with you guys on a Friday yeah. night, so I'm happy to be here. Awesome, awesome. Uh, we typically uh, start the show off with a quick little rundown of some good upcoming fights. If Mike uh, could be so kind as to, what do you got on your mind, Mike? Well, let's let's first touch uh, on other, uh, other than other than Custio Clayton. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> first, we're going to touch on the Global Titans fight series. Uh, to people out there that wanted uh, to see Mayweather back in the ring, we are deeply saddened by the announcement of His Highness Sheikh Khalif. Bin Zaid, <laughs> Zaid Al Nayan, the president and ruler of Abu Dhabi, passing away earlier this afternoon. So, oh. yeah, unfortunately, yeah, shut everything down. The Sheikh was the second president of the UAE and the 16th ruler of the uh, uh, Emirate of uh, Abu Dhabi. He amassed or he assumed the federal constitutional authority as president of the UAE and became the ruler of the Emirates on the 3rd of November 2004, succeeding his late father. Um, and now the fact that he's passed away, uh, the United Arab Emirates is going on a mourning for the next 40 days. So that has been canceled. So, you know, and you it know, happens you know, just like that. And it happens just like that. Yes. Just like that. So for everybody who is looking to see Mayweather jump in that ring, the Global Titans, you know, versus Don Moore, unfortunately, it's postponed due to the passing away of his highness. So unfortunately, guys, we're not going to be able to see that. But there's tons of other good fights coming up this weekend. Before you go there, can I just interject something? Yeah, you can. Thank you. Uh, Eddie Hearn said something very interesting this week, actually. As he usually does. Oh, that's the, what Eddie say? Eddie, Eddie said even – okay, so it was related to the Auntie and Joshua Alexander Yusick upcoming fight. Auntie and Joshua clean out said – he said, I, I want to fight in the UK. Yusick turns around and says, I want money. So uh, Eddie, Eddie Hearn came along and said, that's the way the business is going these days. So they're gonna, they're gonna, he's going to look to have that fight staged in Dubai uh, in July, I believe, uh, for the money. Uh, so despite the fact you may only have a few thousand fans in attendance, they're going to make a lot more money on the pay-per-view uh, network than they would uh, by having it at, say, Wembley or some kind of UK uh, arena. Anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in there that the, the game is changing uh, with the introduction of big, big money and pay-per-view is changing the game for us. Well, can I say something? Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, for a fighter, especially a fighter such as Usyk, um, you know, you got to weigh the odds. You, you got to weigh the odds. Anthony Joshua is still uh, pretty much a name giant in um in boxing and so you want to get as a fighter you six thinking you know i want to get the most out of this experience out of this opportunity and so um your your last fight you're only as good as your last fight and the your last purse is your last purse you you're not guaranteed to make anything uh moving forward so i think uh Thinking about the whole thing, you know, I think it's a good move. I think it was a good request. Um, I I am 
not excited. I haven't been excited about Anthony Joshua fighting for a very long time. How do y'all feel about what this matchup's going to look like? Honestly, he ruined it for me when he came out to the Rocky song. And you know what? And you know what? It serves him right for coming out to that. He lost his damn belts. And that's, <laughs> that's the curse. That's the curse of Rocky Balboa, man. You can't be coming out to no Rocky song, getting in the ring, and expecting to keep your belts, man. Yeah, because he happen. ain't no Rocky. That's no, exactly. Sure. Exactly. So why are you coming out to the music? The, the, you yeah, know? right. You know, the, the, save the theme song for the real, you know, <laughs> for, for the real brawlers, for the real bangers and swingers. You uh, know, um, I, I just, Anthony Joshua, as a fighter, I with his pedigree and, and all that has come up to today. I think he fell so short. Um, Real lackluster as performance far, last time. Yeah, as far as just his performance, as far as what we as the spectators, fans, from him coming from the Olympics and things like that, you know, you, you come, you, he got gold. You know, we expecting him to add to the game. And he's really, he shocked me by his, um, non-performance that's yeah, really it was a complete non-performance honestly uh, i wasn't impressed with it and he, he better he better do something better this oh, time we have people <laughs> chiming in omar yeah, johnson and last bell boxing hey yeah, you that's guys. Carl from the uk what up carl shout out to you brother hey Brad baby boxing over in the uk Yes, honestly, Josh. All right, so Mike, 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 back to you. We interrupted. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. We got some good. Oh, so yeah. Good sorry, fights. Mike. Sorry. No, no problem. No problem. No problem. Yo, listen. Here, here hey, we go, guys. Hey, Carl. Tony Yoka, undefeated French heavyweight, who captured Olympic gold at the 2016 Rio Games, takes a major step up in class this Saturday in the 10-round main event against the Congolese contender Martin Bacoli. Looking forward mm -hmm. to this one, guys. Uh, Yoka, cool. who's 11 and 0. With nine KOs, is already ranked in the top ten by two of the major sanctioning organizations. He spent the entirety of his pro career fighting in France and has scored a series of standout wins over the likes of Johnny Rice, uh, Alexander Dimitrenko, and former world title challenger uh, Joanne uh, de Hopperies. And in September of 2021, he knocked out previously undefeated contender uh, Peter Mellis uh, in seven rounds. McCauley, who's 17 and one with 13 KOs, I love this kid, man, who stands 6'6 and often weighs more than 250 pounds, has spent much of his eight-year pro career based in Scotland. He's won six straight since October 2018. Uh, TKO lost to American Olympian Michael Hunter and a run that's included victories over recognizable names like Watch, uh, Johnson, and Kuzman. Uh, you know, this is a big fight, man. I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, I, I like both these fighters. I like both their styles. And like you said, Sugar, styles make matches. This is definitely one that these styles are going to make a great match. Uh, then in the eight-round lightweight contest, you have the two-time French Olympian and silver medalist, uh, Sophine. Uh, um, I'm going to say Umaha. I, I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, she's 1-0 with one KO. She will battle fellow unbeaten uh, Bufandi, who's 8-0 with three KOs at the Tokyo Olympics and uh, lost to Keyshawn Davis, uh, the eventual silver medalist and current top-ranked signed standout. French prospect Price Little T. Esbe is 11-0 with three KOs, and he takes a step up in class against Venezuelan 
uh, Sander Diaz, who's 13-8-1 with nine KOs and an eight-rounder at the lightweight division. So I'm I'm looking forward to this card, guys. What are your thoughts on this? I You know, I like both Yoga and Bacoli. I'm super stoked to see this one. This is a huge, huge card, man, for me. Um, I'm super excited for this one. This one gets underway early, too, guys. Um, I know some of the other ones, they all start uh, at the exact same time. But this one, 3 p.m. Eastern time. So you guys can catch that. This will be the first one to watch. Is this taking place in Paris? I believe this one is taking place in, you might be right, uh, Acor Arena. So I'm not Acor sure. Arena? Yeah. Um, so that is going to be, yes, in, yes, it is at the Accord Hotels Arena in Paris, France. Yep. You are correct, Graham. Yeah. Um, you know, you got eleven and zero versus what? Um, what's the other guy? 17? Seventeen and one. And one. So I mean, it it, it does uh, raise some concern for me because you know um, this eleven and zero is stepping up, putting his O on the line. You know what I'm saying? When you put that O on the line. That means, you know, you, you, you mean business like so th this 17 and three guy, you know, he, he's he's gotten a taste of defeat. Only, but, one, only one loss. Yeah. Only one loss he's got. Martin Bacoli. Oh, 17 and one. Yeah, he's 17 and one. OK, well, he's gotten he's gotten that taste of defeat. Right. So, I mean, that that 11 and 0 guy, I mean, 11 and 0, um, I I am. I am uh, excited to see how hard he will fight to keep that O. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Because uh, 17 and one, that seven, that that one also lets you know that okay, this guy he's gone through it. He's 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 uh, learned from that defeat, hopefully, and uh, he's gonna execute and and be hungry to take this O, but. When you're old, when you put that O on the line, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, that exactly. that changes it's, it's things. A big, it's a really big fight for him too, right? Because he is the number one rated heavyweight in France right now. Uh, he's only fought on his home soil. 11-0, nine KOs. He's evenly matched up too, man. He's, you know, 6'7 with an 82-inch reach, you know, weighing wow. in at around 240 pounds, where Bacoli – you know, he's 6'6", and usually weighs in over 250, and I believe has around an 80-inch reach as These well. guys are huge. These guys are monsters. These guys are monsters, and that's why I'm looking forward to it, because honestly, wow. I don't Wow. So what was the KO rate for, for, like, who's got the better KO rate? They they both have pretty good KO rates. We got um, we got Tony Yoka, who's sporting a, a, almost 82%, and then wow. you got Martin Bacoli who's sporting a 73%. So they're both roughly in the same. Listen, you know, yeah, we go. Now we like we we got some good cooking in in, in this pot. Yeah. This this fight sounds like it's going to be uh something it's be a banger. to watch. Mm -hmm. it's, gonna, it's definitely going to be a banger. It's going to be a good way to open up your Saturday afternoon. Uh she, what's this? Carl Sand Shields is going to get smashed by Marshall when they meet. Bacoli will be broke up. We have interviewed Billy Nelson, his trainer, who is confident Bacoli wins. You know what? Honestly, man, I'm, I'm going with Bacoli on this one myself, man. Uh, I like Tony Yoka, but honestly, he, you know, he hasn't fought 
really off his own, home, you know, off his homeland, man. Like, right. get out there. You right. got you got to see the world, kid. You know, great. That's you're the thing. You know, France, but uh, it's time to start climbing those international ranks. This is a huge step up fight for him. But Coley's no joke. When he gets in there, he means business. He's gonna come to take his head off. Also debuting is Victor Yoka, uh, younger brother of Tony, will be debuting on this card as well. It is a small card, wow. but it's a good way to start off a Saturday afternoon. Then we get to move in to another card. Uh, Kovalev versus Pulev. Uh, Trailer Fight Club has announced that heavyweight contender Jerry the Slugger Forrest, 26, 4, and 2 with 20 KOs of Newport, uh, will face now two-time world challenger Kerbet Pulev uh, over 10 rounds uh, in this event set for Saturday night at the Forum in Los Angeles. The hard-throwing southpaw Forrest replaces uh, mm. of who was previously scheduled to face Pulev. Forrest returns to the battle following a hotly contested split decision draw against top-rated heavyweight contender Michael Hunter on December the tw uh, 2nd, uh, 2021. So this one's another big one, man. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see this. Uh, only because there's some uh, some kids on the card that I've been watching. Uh, you know, Evan Holyfield is back in action again against Jermaine McDonald. Evan Holyfield. I saw that one. Let me tell you something about little Evan. Yo, I like that. I, I like used it. to train, uh, me and my ex-husband, we actually started little Evan off in Atlanta. So it, it's really, it, it's really sweet to be quite, you know, to be quite honest that he, he grew up and, and he really did take this on to, to become a professional doing it. Um, Cause he really didn't have to, you know, Evan has the legacy, his father's legacy, and he's, he's a little prince down South there. Yeah. So, um, you know, stepping up and doing this, I wish him all the best in, and, um, Little boy always had uh, weight in his little punches. So yes. um, really looking forward to what he becomes in, in this game. And, and hopefully he gets the guidance uh, that he needs from his dad to, to become one of us. I, 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 I don't know. know. You know, it's a lot of pressure. You know, the dad hmm. is a great. Yeah, his dad, dad is bad, man. His dad is a great. great. The real deal Holyfield, you know. Three-time heavyweight world champion. Let me tell you something. That man, one of, I would say, argue, one of the best heavyweights ever. I'll say that. Argue with your mama if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to argue, but no, we're not going to argue about you know. Um, Evander Holyfield is the real deal, and let's hope that now Evan. Uh, is a little chip off the old block. I, I, you know, want to look at him as an individual fighter in himself, but those are some big shoes to fill. Definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. What, what I'm excited for on this card, to be honest. Oh, wait a minute. Listen, um, last bell. Where, where, what's my guy's name? Last bell. Carl. From, Carl. From last here. bell. Carl, Carl, listen, I see Car Carl Lewis. Smack. Carl Lewis. You, you, you're trying to get me over there and you got me, okay? First of all, I don't see where your girl Marshall is going to do nothing to Shields. <laughs> I said it. What up, Cedric? Yes, the British champion, uh, Lennox Lewis, did take care of Holyfield. But you know what? You got to give. That's a better man, oh, but take from the fact that Holyfield was a bad mama jamma. What I love about Put this, this one—the roundup. 
The round the roundout of this card, guys. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Are you ready? We will be seeing in action Fernando Vargas Jr., Amado Vargas, and the highly anticipated pro debut of Emiliano Vargas. Yes, guys. The we got the whole Vargas family. That's dynasty. the whole family on the card. The Fernando Vargas dynasty continues with this Damn. highly anticipated professional debut of seven-time amateur champion lightweight Emiliano Vargas. He will be joining his okay. highly regarded and undefeated brothers on the card at the star-making venue. Junior middleweight Fernando Vargas Jr. is five and zero with five KOs. Imato Vargas is three and zero with two KOs. They're competing in the featherweight division. They're the sons of three-time junior middleweight world champion Fernando Vargas, and all three belts will take place over four rounds. Launched less than two years ago, Triller Fight Club has already sold over three million pay-per-views in this past year, and they're definitely going to be selling a hell of a lot when it comes time to this pay-per-view for sure with this whole Vargas dynasty on one card. I can't wait to see this. This is what's rounding out that Tony Yoga – or, sorry, the, the, the Pulev card. The Pulev card is what it's rounding out, guys. So definitely, you're going to want to watch this one. This one's on Fight TV, May 14th, starting at 9 p.m. Okay. Sure you check That's it. on Saturday. That's yeah. like, yeah, the whole family, let's get it. I mean, come <laughs> on, can you imagine the whole family fights? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I Big love dynasty. that. Big dynasty fights, man. It's it's great. It's great. I'm looking. I'm looking so forward to this one. Listen, I cold. mean, did you fight over the last turkey leg at Thanksgiving? <laughs> they they've been, fight, they've been fighting over probably. They've been fighting over bathrooms. Probably fighting over. <laughs> they've probably been fighting over TVs. You know, television programs as a kid, man. These kids have always been fighting. And I'll tell you, I follow them all on Instagram. And I'll tell you, those kids live in that gym. They work their ass off. They're really, really good. Uh, you know, really disciplined really well-rounded fighters, man, from what I can see so far. Uh, this highly anticipated seven-time amateur champ, Emiliano, mm. the, young, the young one coming out, he's making his pro debut. This is going to okay. be a huge fight for him. I'm expecting him to come through with probably a first-round finish uh, for his pro debut, man. Honestly, guys, you got to watch this one. But the thing is, is that it's on at the same time as Charlo versus Castellano 2. Now, ooh, yeah, did y'all see the um press conference? I didn't get a chance to. I was gonna watch it I, after this. Did I didn't see it, but I, I I I read. I didn't see it, but I read all the comments on my news show. Because uh, this is this is Jermel saying, "Hey, sorry, fans. Sorry, sorry for your loss. But I'm gonna knock this guy out in the first round." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like honestly, this one this one's geared up to you, man. You know this this one's for the unified WBC, WBA, IBF world champion. And WBO world champion. So this is this is an undisputed here. You know, uh, they will meet in a rematch, and this is the most significant fights as they can, uh, you know, again seek to become the first ever undisputed 154 pounder in the okay. four belt era. So this is history making. This fight, guys. This is going to be a big one. This is why Charlo is not going to take this lightly. That's why he's looking to come in here and just take his head off. Uh, Carl, yeah, Charlo wins, and then I hope Liam Smith gets the fight. That's where I think it's going to be honest. Uh, that's what that's what I'd like to see as well. I do think that Charlo is going to come through on this one for sure, though. He he, he ain't you know he ain't there to work overtime, man. He's he's getting in there, getting the job done, and that's it. You know he wants he wants to undispute that 154 pound, be the first ever in history to do it, go down in the history books as the only one in the four belt era to be able to do that. And honestly, he has the tools to do this one. 
I'm super excited. What do you guys think on this one? First male. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for the... Because I want to, you know, I want to have to say that all the time. So thanks. Okay. I am going to mention this, though. Jaron Enos, Castillo Clayton on that uh, on that uh, co-main event there, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to this one, too, because got to rep my guy, Castillo Clayton, the Canadian, 19-0-1, going up against Jaron Boots Ennis, who's 28-0 yeah. right now. Uh, you know, I'm 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 gonna say uh, I'm calling Clayton man for this one just because I gotta rep my Canadian boy. Get behind him. We did talk to his cousin. Uh, his cousin did inform us that Castillo is ready for this one. He's been waiting for it, and he ain't there to take no names or prisoners. He's coming to finish this. So where's he fighting out of, my Mike? You Mon know Montre Montreal, man. Mm. Right. All these okay, all these Canadians, all these Canadians have flocked to Montreal. Montreal that seems to be the, that seems to be where the hottest kitchens are. You know, it used to be Ontario when you know when it, when back, I was back up in the there. day, back in the back day. in the ancient times. You know what I'm saying? Back when they had rotary phones and pagers. <laughs> Listen, then Ken, then Ken Hayashi stopped it all for us. That's, anyway, right. that's another story Ken, for another day. Ken Hayashi, man, for he, you, he that's it, like Ken you just said the boogeyman. <laughs> he, he absolutely he sabotaged a lot of stuff. He did. I said it. Can I said it? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like he stopped a lot of great things from from going on um, in in Ontario, and so that's why you know I, I think that that's really um, how Quebec picked up and and started you know doing a lot more because I'm right. telling you. Um, being being that I was fighting out of Ontario, it was tough. It was really tough. It was tough for me to get uh, women in to fight me, you know, because he had to um, approve them, right. uh, women. And, you know, sugar would never bring in no tomato can. But, <laughs> no, you know, it's like, that. you know, come on, man. Like, I, I'm off a hiatus. I ain't going to fight. Like, I can't fight a killer like you want me to. Where are you at, Jimmy? I can't hear you. I'm at Where are you at, Jimmy? Philadelphia. Can you hear me? Yeah. Sonny Conto. No, I can't get it unless you can get it. My thing is messed up. Yeah. It's going to be hard, guys. I'm I'm sorry. It's okay, champ. It's okay, champ. We'll talk Enjoy. about this one anyway. Sonny Conto is taking on Justin Rolls. Uh, you know, Kanto's 9-0. Rolf is 7-3-1. Uh, this one's uh, headed up by Chenard Bunt. I've been talking about this kid for a while. He's 18-1-1, and, and he's taking on Marklin Bailey, who's 7-7. Seven and seven. Uh, Guys, this is just a bunch of up-and-comers that, uh, you know, I've been following. Yeah, uh, Philip Davis, like Ramos, records. Uh, Gerardo yeah. Martinez. Um, and, you know, we got uh, Carl Wiley debut against Tyree Arnold. So that's the fight that Tim is at right now, guys. Yeah, yeah, okay. Man. 
Um, Mike, I know you you dropping in these guys fights, but can I mention you know the the, the I cannot mention um there, there is uh, some lady fights happening um tonight actually or what happened today. Can can I drop them? Yeah, definitely, definitely, and then I'll touch on the last card. So, okay, yeah. yeah. So I mean, just you know, as a, not just as an afterthought, but we we got um, some fights happening over there in Turkey. Uh, first of all, you know, amateur wise, and I know this is a pro show. You, the women's world championships are actually happening this year. Okay. So you know, chat. That's where you're going to see the future. You know, you're going to see the the, the future broads, bad broads coming in. And um, it's it's quite interesting. Uh, I think the amateur game has really screwed up the women's pro game, but that that's something that I'm going to talk about on Wednesday on the Sugar Show. But um, we got um, Delera Yusel uh, of Turkey uh, fighting. Uh, her name is Happy. Dottie of Tanzania and I'm not going to give no records or nothing because like I, I always say in women's boxing and it, it's the shenanigans are so are, are so thick in, in our industry you just gotta like the girl you got you gotta like the the broad that's fighting yeah. so um they're both bangers make fights they're both bangers and um the, the thing about um Happy is uh, she she fought uh, up and coming uh, welterweight that's out there Ikram Kerwat. She's trying uh, Kerwat's been trying to hit that uh, jackpot in 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 um, being a top contender, but she can't pass none of the gatekeepers. So I just wanted to mention that uh, we got Katharina uh, Thunder. Uh, then, yeah, Thunderes or something like that. I'm bad with the names. I'm sorry, y'all, for butchering it. Out of Norway, uh, fighting Teresa uh, Dorkova. Um, and uh, those two, they're, they're banger in Katharina versus Boxer, because styles make fights. Um, Katharina lost to Terry Harper. So, you know, this is a Germany woman trying to redeem herself, trying to get something under her belt. Um, but uh, Teresa Durkova, she's um, she's from the Czech Republic. The only thing about um, Ther Teresa is that she, you know, I call them four and 40 fighters. She fought uh, a, a fighter named um, Bojana uh, Libazowski, who is seven wins, 46 losses. You know, so that's her only claim to fame, um, notably on her record. So um, we know that this is a win for Katharina, and hopefully she'll get back up into contention. And um, uh, moving on to the next female bout, which is Hannah Rankin of Britain's fighting tonight uh, versus Alejandra um, Ayala of Mexico. Okay, um, uh, Hannah Rankin, y'all know she's a boxer, but she's not, a, she, I, I really don't think her, her the boxer style suits her. We had um, her on the show. We, huh? had her on the show. we talked to Hannah Rankin, we had her on. I know y'all, I would, I wish I would have been a tent, you know, on, <laughs> on the line with that, you know, but listen they could all get some sugar right, right? 
they, they, you know what? They could, they, they calling me now. Like you're calling me now that, you know, you think that nah, you think I'm done. You're calling me now. Anyway, um, rank, uh, Hannah Rankin is fighting Alejandra Ayala of Mexico. Uh, and Alejandra has fought Savannah Marshall and uh, Mary Eve uh, DeCary of uh, Quebec, is it? So she's fought some good contenders, but she is a journey woman. So I think this is just something to get up, uh, get uh, a notch on the belt for Hannah Rankin to probably get up in contention. And my guy uh, um, from, from, goodness, from Britain coming in, last bell boxing, Rankin versus Jonas is uh, up next. Thoughts on Hannah Rankin? My thoughts on Hannah Rankin is, like I said, her style don't suit her. She's not a boxer. She's too slow, okay? Um, but she is durable and tough enough to be a pressure banger, which is what I would turn her into if I had anything to do with her management and her camp. Um, because if she did, if she did start now walking these women down, these females down, Hannah can take a lot of damage, okay? And she she gives like she can take. And, you know, it, it, the, the right fight, Hannah Rankin can turn this whole deal around for herself and, and be a contender really uh, dangerous out there in the rankings, okay? So that's it. Uh, Natasha Jonas now, uh, great boxer, Great boxer. She moved up from lightweight to middleweight, and I just commend her on that, and, and I wish her all the luck there. Yeah, Jonas beats ranking for sure for me. We got another card, guys. Another one. I got to touch on this one. Got to touch on this one. I have one more female question, though. Okay, go ahead, then. Go ahead. Uh, I, I thought Jessica McCaskill was fighting this weekend. Yes, she is, but I ain't get to it, Graham. Oh, sorry, sorry. I have the list, Graham. <laughs> sorry. All right, Mike. Hey, Mike, Mike, Mike. Show. I gotta ask Mike permission to, you know, drop the. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, she, Mike. She is fighting against Alma Avera. She is fighting. Yes. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a good one, man, and that's for uh, that's an undisputed that's an undisputed uh, championship match, man. WBC, WBA, IBF, WBO, IBO. That one's huge, man. Female welter titles. Up mm -hmm. It's a mm -hmm. big one. Um, so it's a welterweight match. Yeah, that's And that's up. where McCaskill is sitting right now. Um, and what I'm hoping is, um, I mean, it seems like, it, to me, it seems like she's got some powerful people behind her because she has been able to hold on to these belts fighting, I have to say, mediocre opposition. So uh, hopefully, you know, Natasha, I, this is my dream match now, Natasha Jonas versus Jessica McCaskill. Um, I'm hoping that that's somewhere in the future. Um, and I'm, I just, I'd love to see more of McCaskill. I'd like to see McCaskill step up, you know, step up, like you step yep. up and you 
you fought me. Like they they sucked me down to one uh to lightweight to fight her. But you know, without the shenanigans now, Jessica McCaskill, fight some opposition that is gonna now make us respect you. Because uh the only respectable opponent that I see, I'm sorry, besides sugar was um, Cecilia Brecas when she ended up fighting Cecilia. And till this day, I really don't see how Jessica beat Cecilia. But it looked like Cecilia was getting long in the tooth anyway. So (laughs) it was time for her to go. And, you know, sanctioning bodies, it's all about the money. It's really not about the fighter. It's about the money and how long that money can can get so uh the the time the clock was ticking on cecilia Brecas and uh they they transferred you know all the titles now to jessica mccaskill who holds on to them but mccaskill listen sanctioning bodies ain't got no loyalty to nothing but the money okay that's why they turned you you to fight for your own belt thank you if you don't step up (laughs) <laughs> and fight somebody that we care about, yeah. you ain't gonna make no money. No. And them sanction that sanctioning body now is gonna start feeling out there for somebody who's gonna make that money. Yeah. Right? Ain't yeah. no reserve seats at the top. You gotta no. fight, <laughs> no, right? And no. you gotta stay. You gotta you know, stay you gotta, you gotta stay interesting. Yeah. And she, you know, right now, like I I I I don't see it as yet, but all the best to you. McCaskiller this weekend and um I, I hope we 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 have um better fights to come okay yeah so go ahead cool. so, right, Mike. Here, here it is gotta mention this did an interview Thursday special uh, no Wednesday special interview Wednesday uh Kareem Supreme Hackett Toronto native light heavyweight arguably the best light heavyweight in Canada right now Nine and zero, looking to stay undefeated, going up against Jose Abano. This one's good because this is on the Ramirez versus Bozell card. I can't wait to see this one, guys. If you all remember, former world champion and light heavyweight Mexican boxing star Gilberto Zerdo Ramirez, who's forty three and zero with twenty nine KOs, will face former WBA interim light heavyweight world champion Dominic Bozell, who's thirty two and two with twelve KOs. This one is great, man. Um, the 12-round fight will pit the WBA number one ranked Bozell against the number two WBA ranked Ramirez in a winner-takes-all event that will propel the winner to the door of a world championship fight. The co-main event will feature one of the most exciting Mexican boxers in the lightweight division, and that's the undefeated William Zepeda, who's 25-0 and with 23 knockouts, and he will be defending his WBA Continental America's lightweight title against the resilient former world champion Rene Alverdo, who's 32 and 11 with 21 knockouts in a 10-round lightweight fight. And this one is to take place at Coyote Arena in Ontario, California, and will stream live exclusively on the zone. Um, after a spectacular back-to-back knockout victories over Cuba's uh, Sullivan Barrera in July of 2021. And Yoneski Gonzalez in December of 2021, Gilberto Ramirez is knocking on the door of the world championship title shot when he faces Dominic Wazell. Zerto is committed to continuing his winning and uh, knockout streak 
as he proves that he is an elite feared fighter in this light heavyweight division. Having previously held the WBO Super Middleweight World Championship, Zerto is ready to conquer another weight class uh, on his own road to glory, man. Honestly, he's ranked number one by the WBA, number five by the WBC in the light heavyweight division. Bozell formerly held the WBA Interim Heavyweight World Championship in 2020 and currently holds the IBO World Light Heavyweight title. The German fighter is set to make his U.S. debut um, on this May 14th card, uh, and he's determined to make a good showing, uh, you know, for the passionate SoCal boxing fans, man, because we all know how big the SoCal boxing fan base is. Um, you know, defeating Zerto would cement him standing in the world rankings, putting him closer to another world title shot. Having faced previously unbeaten fighters like Sam Enborn and Tony Alvernith, and winning multiple regional titles like the WBA Continental Light Heavyweight title and the WBO Continental Light Heavyweight title, Bozell is ready to prove he is the best at 175. Um, guys, this card's huge. Can't wait to see this one. Our boy, Kareem Supreme Hackett. Look out for this kid, man. 9-0. and And sporting, I believe it is seven KOs, you know. We just had uh, we just had this kid on the show, man. Thirty-one year old Southpaw, Toronto, Canada, six-two. Look out for this kid, man. And he's Who, probably who's his handler? Like who's training him? Uh, right now, right now he's been signed by Three Play Management, and he is actually been training with Bilville, Zerto, and uh, David Benavides. So he's been he's been training with some greats. And uh, he's promised us that uh, since he's just signed with this new management team. This is not a test for him when he takes on his contender. Uh, this is a showing. So, guys, this will be a showing. He promises us it ain't going past the third round. The first one's for show. The second one's to feel. The third one's to go. That's what he's promised us. All right. So, let can I say something? Yes, you may. Okay. I, I got to, like, we... <laughs> we... I, I, I'm sorry. I got to be bad, okay? I got to be the bad girl. Okay, okay, do it. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. When you nine and no, when you sub 15, yeah, as a professional fighter, and you guaranteeing uh when the fight's gonna end or whatever result or whatever, I'm sorry, baby. You ain't you ain't cooking with Crisco yet. <laughs> the grease ain't hot. The grease ain't hot enough. He's point he's pointing to that left field, man. Home home run, right? I mean, I wish him all the best. I, I know he he does all right. I mean, nine and he's seven KOs. You said? Oh, sorry, five, uh, five KOs, five KOs. Five, yeah, nine and oh, five KOs. Nine and oh, five KOs. Yeah. Yeah, you got to listen. That that sounds like sweet talk. I want <laughs> some foreplay. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm sure. I'm sure if he was here, I'm sure if he was here, he'd be spitting mad foreplay. <laughs> you can't give me that. You can't tell me I'm gonna get the ooh ah, and you only got five KOs out of nine punches. I mean nine uh fights. Yeah. And then you gonna guarantee me? Mm -mm. No. That like you. I, 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 that that sounds like sweet talk. You, you say right? you saying you saying he's a little too bold. You're being a little too bold. That's all I'm saying. Listen, you gonna promise me the ooh ah? Yeah. You gotta give me, you know. I gotta see. You gotta, you gotta be warmed up first. Gotta, gotta be warmed your up. Name in the streets now. <laughs> That's all. He I did. Got. He did shoot down. He did shoot down to Mexico early in his career uh, to get some fights out of the way because of the pandemic. 
Plus, you know, Toronto didn't really have nothing to offer him. So, you know, he had to go where it is. Uh, he's hooked up with the right kind of people. He's definitely improved every fight that I've seen. Uh, okay. And it's not being compared. And now he's, uh, you know, he's in there sparring Bivol, Benavidez. He's in there sparring okay. Ramirez. So he's getting that ring experience. Okay. Uh, I think we're about to see a different, a different Kareem Hackett this weekend. Uh, also, first Toronto man ever to be on an Oscar De La Hoya promotions card. Bang. There you go. There's some history. Okay, money moves in the background. Sounds good. Uh, no, I gotta rep my boy, man, for the six, right? I mean, I want to rep. The, I want to listen. I'm out the six too. <laughs> but don't, don't threaten. You know, you you don't tease me with a good time unless you're going to deliver. That's all I got to say. No problem. I, that, I deliver. I deliver every time. <laughs> Mike, I believe you. I believe you, Mike. That's right. I don't know about homeboy, but I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to touch. I want to touch uh, on on this uh, new rankings, the new rankings list, man. Well, when, can I address my? Can I address yeah. my guy over there in UK? Because he looked like he he looked like he he wants some of this. Okay, talking about Savannah Marshall will be the biggest name in female boxing when Katie Taylor hangs the gloves up, right? She will this be the what, next name in boxing for sure. This is what I got to say. This is what I got to say, okay? You got to respect the game, okay? There are female fighters. Stars are being born and stars are being made every year, every six months, okay? And just like Terry Harper got floored, because I thought she was headed... You know, Terry Harper, you know, I thought she was going to be a, I thought she was going to take over after Katie, to be honest. Right. And she yeah. got, she got Bon Ganger came out and right. You never know. You never know. Right. And there's, uh, there's some cup, there's some names out here that Savannah ain't touched on just yet. So we can't call it. They've made Katie Taylor a superstar. Right. And I think Hearn has done a great job at that. I don't, I, I mean, she's very, her style, right? She has merged track and field with boxing. And I think it's an <laughs> amazing style, okay? It is. It is. Um, and she's very skillful, right? But I, I'm looking for, unless Savannah Marshall can deliver um, uh, a performance that is going to get, millions of people interested like Katie Taylor has. I don't think I, I don't think she has a seat reserved up there at the top. Right? Katie Taylor is a million dollar name thanks to Tom uh thanks to Hearn, right? There, there's no million dollar there's no million dollar name after Katie Taylor hangs up. And that's my fear with women's boxing. And that's always been the thing that kills women's boxing. Right? One queen. One queen. How many weight classes are there? 17. And we got only one queen. We can't keep doing that, right? There has to be baddies in every weight. There has to be interest in every weight class. And if you and if we keep if we keep putting that one queen up, and when she's done, we're done. We ain't gonna make no money. <laughs> true, true. Graham, what do you have to say there? I think this uh, brings us right up to speed, and. Uh, full circle with respect to the conversation we were having prior to the broadcast when we were talking about the pound, pound lists 
that have just been released by ESPN, uh, both male and female. So if, if you want to take, let's take a look at that, starting with the women, see we're talking about them. Uh, according to ESPN, Kate Taylor is number one, followed by Clarissa Shields, mm-hmm. then Amanda Serrano, then Jessica McCaskill, and then Michaela Mayer. So uh, one, of your, one of your favorites, Sugar, uh, Sinicia Estrada, number six. I like her as well. Savannah, Savannah Marshall is number seven. Delphine Pursun, number eight. Christina Hammer, number nine. Not bad. Oh, you're going to still on the list <laughs> wait a sec wait a sec wait a sec wait a sec she's actually tied tied for number nine with franchon cruz desern oh come on why they do my girl like and, and that then, and then didn't franchon just Fran- win an undisputed just championship yes. franchon just won the undisputed and they, so and those she's, the- tying, she's tying with somebody who hasn't fought in come on Eight. this is so- why ESPN does not tell me nothing about women's boxing. Maybe male boxing, but we got to make our own rankings, y'all. Talking hey, fight hey, rankings. That's, that's okay. what I said. Yeah, man. Talk, yeah. The talking fight rankings. Let's do it. Yeah. Like that. Let's make it legit. Because yeah. come on, you don't. I always say this because my coach used to always tell me this when I was bull jiving. You ain't going sprinkle powder, sprinkle powder sugar on a turd and tell me it's a donut. Right. I ain't down for that bull. I ain't eat. I ain't down for that shit. Right. So, you know, I mean, there's some names on the list that are worth mentioning. Yes, but the order of the list and all of that, no, no, no. Like, there are some contenders out there that really do deserve to be on the list and some on the list that really, you know, you got to, they don't deserve to be on the list. I mean, how do you, I want to know how you got men, how my men feel about what they see on the list. Is it some, are, are, is are these rankings? Um, the I think they're a little. I think they're a little biased. I, like I, honestly, I, come on. I mean, what makes a baddie for y'all? Y'all tell me so I, I can slump you know, another baddies over. Hmm. Slumping other baddies over. I That's mean, yeah, but you know, Katie Taylor's a baddie, man. She'll slice you up. Yeah. She'll yeah, she, slice she, she, you she, like she, a she, Christmas she, ham. <laughs> okay. With all the fixing. <laughs> Yes, right? But, yeah. you know, yeah, when girls ain't slumping girls no more. That, you know, that Christy Martin era is over. You yeah. know, bangers, I mean, everyone wants to be a banger, but ain't nobody banging nobody out, okay? Um, I think styles make fights big time yeah. in women's boxing. But I want to know what... I want to know what you you men are looking for because that's who we fight for y'all's attention. You know, we we fight for for men who legitimately watch boxing. We we want to know what it is that we need to do uh in our industry to to beef up and and, and to get to, to get money and and your anticipation our way. UK so is think, leading the way in female boxing. Would you guys agree with that? I, I no. am agreeing with that. You no, don't agree? No. Why no you don't way, agree, man. Graham? 
every single Monday to Friday, I have a new show. And on that new show, I broadcast news around the world, featuring fighters from around the world. And I'm constantly amazed by how many up and coming uh, names I'm mentioning on that show that no one's not even heard of. And they may uh, be sporting in sub 10 uh, fight history. But no, what I'm saying is the industry is growing for women uh, in the boxing circle, especially uh, take a look at Australia. Uh, it's, it's I was hard. just going to say Australia, but it's tough to get yeah. anybody from there and that down. E hmm. Even even uh, I've seen some uh, really good Japanese uh, fighters uh, who we don't even know about. Uh, there's, there's actually some good French and German fighters now uh, mm. that we've never we don't mention. We don't talk about them that so, often, uh, except, except on top. Yeah. And, and I think uh, our own David Lara has interviewed quite a few yeah. uh, fighters from Europe. Uh, yeah, I, I would, you know, there are some good fighters coming out of Britain, without a doubt. Uh, but in terms of media exposure, uh, there's a lot of other fighters out there in, in the women's ranks that just simply aren't mentioned. And, uh, and I think, I think Jake Paul, to his credit, uh, has elevated the status of Amanda Serrano uh, to the point now where women's boxing is being recognized as a legitimate sport where they're paid properly. And so now you're going, to see, you're going to see true competition, I think, in the next year. And I think the one, the one that broke it open was Ebony Bridges because everyone took her as a flake. Everyone just thought she was a blonde bombshell. And when she fought toe-to-toe -to -toe, and uh, she came out with that big black Woo! eye. And, uh, I mean, that was right. what? Chrissy Martin part two. You remember when Chrissy Martin? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Blood drenched. He, and, uh, he is know, one like, tough lady, man. Yeah. One right? tough So lady. this isn't part two. It's like, you know, it, it's... It's a it's a thing that what I mean we know the formula right we know the formula. Um, Christy Martin was a banger and she wasn't yeah. afraid to to get messy to get uh, shot six her blood and her opponent's blood going in that ring right. But um, I mean Graham has said it you know the names are coming up and they're sub ten right. But I'm let me tell you what the flying the ointment is with the women, Graham, it's hard to make it past 10 fights. It's hard to make it to 10 fights if you're a top contender because nobody wants to fight, especially if you're doing good. Nobody wants to fight you. And you know, you take the risk to leave your country, to leave your backyard, to go fight, and then you get robbed. You get a horrible decision and things like that. So now everyone, all the women are in a stalemate position because no one wants to move. No one wants to fight. No one wants to put their O on the line. Everyone wants to be a queen. And I want to expressly, um, you know, say this. I, I want to, to emphasize this, that female boxing is not in the place where your record matters anymore. I'm sorry, everyone's a winner. Everyone gets surprised. Everyone got a belt. Why? Participation medals if all you, around. Yeah, if you can pay for a belt, then you'll get a belt. If you want to buy a belt, <laughs> I could have bought a belt. I didn't want to buy the belt. I wanted to beat some, I wanted to beat a baddie for a belt, right? I was called, I was waiting on Cecilia Breakers. I knocked on her door. I, all of these, I was going to go down for Jelena Majinovich, right? And what she did was she invited me to Edmonton for an exhibition. 
just to see how she do or whatever. And uh, me being, I, I wasn't that smart. I should have let her kind of bang me around for the exhibition but so I could get the fight. But I had to spank her. I just had to. <laughs> so that was it for me. You know, Jelena, I couldn't get no play from Jelena. Um, you know, none of, none of the women in Ontario would fight me. It, it was very hard. So, I mean, Graham, I hear you. But the theme of women's boxing is not many of us get to 10 plus, you know, uh, or pl not many of us get to 10. And it's very hard to get to plus 10 because you have to be, you have to have a strong promoter and you have to have a promoter like Hearn or uh, top rank like Michaela's promoter to just buy your bodies. Because at a certain point, they're not fighting contenders now. They're just fighting bodies so they can say, oh, look, look at me. I'm pretty and I'm fighting. Not I'm a baddie and bring them on. So I'm hoping that with each Olympics, with each world championships, with each, with each um, wave of baddie coming on the scene, that the, the cream will rise to the top and the, the pool will be so filled with sharks yeah. that you have no choice now but to fight someone who's gonna make you extend yourself. All of these women are great. They're all great. I don't agree with a lot of them that have that ranking and their place, but they're skilled enough to be taken seriously, right? But how it's going now, you guys, and I just wanted to hear from y'all because it's really a popularity contest. And I want y'all to look at women fighting for what it is, women behaving badly. And I want to hear from y'all to say, oh, I enjoyed that fight. Yeah, I enjoy I, I enjoy seeing Ebony Bridges fight and y'all going to censor me. Well, come on, you got boobies and you can throw down. You're right? Right. Right. <laughs> right. Girl, right. get it, girl. <laughs> let's just let's call the thing a thing. Yeah, man. So I mean it is what it is. Um Ebony, you, you looking good out there. Um, and, and all these names coming out of Japan. And all of that stuff. I went to fight. I actually was the first female fight in Japan. I fought Fujin Raika. And wow. um, you know, I, I gave everybody the I gave everybody the formula to beat Fujin. That's the one one of the fights that I regret. I should have knocked her. I should have fought her to knock her out, but I fought it to show the Japanese that yes, we are skillful and we can box. You know, I went in there being nice for the greater good of women's boxing. You went in there, you went in there as sugar and you should have went in as too bad. Yeah. But you went in there, you went in there as sugar and you should have been too bad. I should have been too bad. But you yeah. know, you live and you learn. And here That's I right. am talking That's about right. it with you guys. And I, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting to that time, Graham. And our lovely before, 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 just let, what, 30 seconds here. We uh, we started off talk and fight uh, with a, a female host by the name of Scarlett Delgado, who produced about a hundred shows for us called the Female Fist, and she promoted women's boxing every single week. She right now and and of course while, the world while she world championships, yeah, she she's over there right now. She won her first uh, match, uh, and she's gonna it's part, it's part of a tournament, so she's gonna fight again. 
But uh, there, there's a great example of, uh, you know, another fighter, uh, albeit from Canada, but you, you don't hear about them often, but they're out you there, they're skilled. Well, she, and, she has well, to well, escape from under the shadow of Mandy Bajold, right? Because there was only <laughs> one queen, right? Like I keep saying, and she kept coming. I remember Scarlett from when she was a, a junior. You know wow. what I'm saying? She's been great. She's been doing great things. There were other great young Canadian women. Canadian women have been uh, have been a problem on the scene for years. Because you got to put up with Canadian men. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why when they come out, they're all badasses, man. They've been putting up with. They our are bad. They always been. Always yeah. been so, yeah. Uh, Scarlett, Scarlett's good. I think her dad trained her. Uh, um, Delgado. yeah, and and she she's a very skilled fighter, but you know, like I said, there have there are many. And um, I heard, um, what's our girl that, that was a beast and then she kind of fell off? She's back on the scene. Come on now, Camara, she was a cover girl. Oh, okay, Camara got to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> The there's only, there's only one. There's, a, there's only one cover girl in my boxing world, and that's Avril Mathy. And actually, she, I, yeah, Avril Mathy, look her up. Uh, she's undefeated. I think, and she's seven zero and one. But uh, she fights out of Miami via Australia. Yeah. Uh, and I think uh, I've heard of her. Yeah. She's she's on a card coming up in June. Uh, I, I believe it's in in Atlanta, actually. Um, mm -hmm. Or anyway, mm -hmm. anyway, anyway, I. I did. I digress. When she gets, I, I really oh, like, come on now, y'all got to come on. She was, y'all can't be forgetting these women right now. Like, oh, come never. on. She fought Clarissa Shields, and Clarissa was the one that took her title from her. Come on now. Who? Which one? Oh, this, you're talking about the the our, our model woman. The, the um the, the the Canadian female champ. She was a, she was like four time world champion before Mandy Bujol. Y'all gave up on my girl. No, Mandy no, on the didn't. scene. Mandy was in her shadow. You mean you mean the care? No, Eve Marie. Eve Marie. Oh, y'all did y'all doing my girl too bad? Come on now. All right, all right. She was out of Windsor. Y'all gonna remember when the show come off? Where's Cedric? Where's Cedric when you need him? Right, because Cedric, Cedric used to help train her. Holy crap! Mary Spencer. Yes. Oh, Mary Spencer. Okay. Y'all right. be doing my girls. Y'all be doing us <laughs> so bad. Oh my god! Yeah, I totally. Mary forgot. was I, bad. I, Mary yeah, just Mary had Spencer a lot of was bad. Going on. Yeah, man. She was you better know, than I, Mandy. I think she's still fighting. I think, I think Mary she, Spencer's she's signed. Coming to... up, and I think now we talk. She's four now. My guy out there in the UK, Last Bell Boxing, when when Savannah Marshall fight Mary Spencer, then we can talk about who's going who who's going to take over because Mary Spencer's bad, right? Fighters yeah. got a lot going on in their life, and maybe she couldn't you know complete the 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 job as an amateur but now she's a pro and she's, she's a pro that's come back from a lot so i yeah, want she's fighting she she's fighting it. at the end of the month against uh yamila reynoso um and then she's scheduled again i believe it's uh june the 23rd uh against chris namas 
Oh, Chris Namus. Chris Namus is a crone. Like she's she's just doing it now to get a paycheck, and, and that's pretty good. I mean, it's okay now. We can get paid. Yeah, it's not a bad thing, right? Like when I was coming up, it's bittersweet for me because I know these women are getting paid now. Yeah. Right. You had right. to be good to get paid, or you had to put a lot on the line to get your money's worth out there in boxing. Right. Mm -hmm. So now these women, oh, now you could break out. Now you you want to box because you could get <laughs> you could get some money per round. I think us women from before that we used to fight we used to bleed for pennies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We still we 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 need that honorable mention still. We need our flowers. We yeah. we we need still to get mentioned because if uh like to to say the least Look at the old school women boxing compared to now. We ain't as pretty, but we used to give it. I mean, Sugar was <laughs> yeah, always yeah, Sugar is always pretty. Look me up. Even even listen. Even you still got I'm those boots, bad. Sugar? Sugar, you still got those those boots? I you know the boots, Michael. Listen. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish you guys could see the boots that I'm talking about. <laughs> I still got. Them. All right. I, I, I guess I guess this is part one, and we'll have uh, Sugar back on next week. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I would love that. Definitely, that'd be awesome. But yes, it is at the time we are at the time. Thank you for all the people that tuned in today. Thank you to all the Talk and Fight fans. To everybody that dropped comments in the comment section, much love and respect. Thank you for tuning in. We do this for you guys, and we got to get to work so you guys don't have to. We got lots of fights to watch. Don't forget to join us 11 a.m. Sunday. For the scorecard, 4 p.m. for the knockout of the week. Sugar's going to be joining me for that. We'll help. Uh, she's going to help me judge the knockout of the week, guys. So make sure you come and join us for that. Wow. We'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. New fights next time. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Hit that like and share. See you then, 7 p.m. Eastern next Friday. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Sugar.